Hi, you guys. Welcome. And uh, see if you can guess what we're going to talk about. <laughs> um, probably way more than we have time for, actually, but is a salute and a tribute to the people in Canada who are understanding that the solution when the criminals take over the power structure and the government and the banks and the corp big corporations, most of them, and uh, non-governmental organizations, all of which groups have many great people working for them, but at the top, in the upper management and the control levels, uh, we're in a situation in the world right now, which I'm sure you've probably noticed, that people serving evil consciously at the top levels of almost everything have taken over. You know, you can certainly see it in the United States and in Canada and most countries in the world. I don't know any real country that has completely avoided that at this point. But the tendency is to rebel with violence. And in some situations, that's all you can do. But but where we are now, with the technology in place and the weapons in the hands of the criminals who have taken over governments and corporations, and the media completely sold to um, serving evil for money, and at the high levels, not for money, for other things. Violence is not the way, because if we choose that, it continues a cycle that's gone on for, I think, at least tens of thousands of years. And it's what's called the justice uh, paradigm, where all sides in the fight know that they're the one that's right, and they all just try to kill each other. And you usually end up getting cycles of tyranny that just keep getting, going up and down and waning and waxing forever. And that's not the only option. You know, when, when people start to get conscious and uh, wake up to who they are, even a little bit, they realize, whoa, we have massive power internally in what we are and who we are and what that can go into what we do. Canada is discovering that right now. And when I say Canada is discovering it, I want to clarify, you know, in the news, we hear a lot of times Canada does this or the United States does that or the UK or some African country does this. The country is not the government. I know this is shocking to the power structure. But the country is the land and the natural beauty and resources of of that place on earth and the people who live there. It's not the government. The government is the servant. And this is one thing that the imperfect founders of America got right, that you know many of them didn't really want government but realized they needed it in the current level of consciousness. If you don't have any protective structure then the strongest private gang takes over. It's like democracy in the worst light. But if you have a, a government that's set up on principles that are reflected in a constitution that say the government is there to protect individual freedom, and that's the purpose. You protect your borders. You never let people come in illegally. That That's just, you know, would be a ridiculous suicidal thing to do. You vet the people coming in to make sure uh, 
why they're coming in and what they're going to do when they get here. And if it's create crime and, you know, do terrible things, you have enough intelligence, you don't let them in. And you protect not only the borders, but the rights of individuals. So, for example, if you have a company, a private corporation that's doing horrible things to the population, you stop that. You don't cooperate with it. You have a company like, I mean, there's so many really evil corporations that are in power right now. If you're a legitimate government, you stop them. And you expose crime in all ways to protect the people. And every country, if you look at it around the world, everyone that I've seen, uh, they're incredibly beautiful. And they have great people living there. Every country. So when I say Canada is is coming, you know, into consciousness and taking back, moving to take back its normal condition, I'm not talking about the government, I'm talking about the people who live there. They're waking up to the fact that they have to do something, and if they don't, um, the government is just going to get worse and worse and worse. And the government is following orders. They're not thinking up this stuff by themselves. There are levels of the power structure way above the visible government. And each level is following the orders of the one above it. This takes a long time to investigate, but some people have done that. And it's really true. So, um, the way that the world was set up, there's enough resources and food production capability and all that to keep everybody in really good condition. And the reason for all this stress around the world is that some of the people got confused and started serving evil, thinking that they would get ahead, not realizing that what you do to somebody else, you do to yourself. If they understood that one thing, if they were smart enough to do that, the whole thing would be over. Nobody would intentionally hurt each other. Because it's not intelligent to do that. We haven't quite gotten to that point yet. So there's still work to do. And what the people in Canada are doing right now um, should be a inspiration to the whole rest of the world. And I think it, that's happening. I was watching the live streams coming out of Canada this morning and the trucks have uh, started to arrive. They're filling Ottawa, the capital in Ontario, uh, to the point where nobody's going to be able to move at all. I think it's already reached that point. So there are things to talk about. They need logistical support. And uh, the tyrant in Ottawa that's supposed to be the leader that was actually a graduate of uh, Klaus Schwab's school for global leaders of the world, um, making believe that he's uh, representing the people, he's hiding at the moment, probably meeting with advisors to see what nasty thing they should do to stop the freedom movement. And the, the truckers and the great people supporting them are saying, we're not, we're not leaving until all the criminal mandates, and all the mandates are criminal. All the criminal mandates have to be lifted, not just on the truckers who are being affected now, being unable to cross borders without proving they've been injected with something that may kill them and has killed lots and lots of people. The regular media doesn't want you to know about that. You know, it's time to stop total self-censorship and say what we can and make it public. 
and the people and the truckers in in uh, Canada are saying, "You lift all the mandates now," and people are starting to realize, "Hmm, maybe what the health authorities have said was false." Oh my God, how could it be false? Those are health authorities. We're supposed to worship them. And nobody's supposed to question uh, health organizations, supranational organizations like CDC and WHO and these world control groups. They have announced for many years beforehand that a pandemic, an uh, engineered pandemic, would be the perfect way to take a, a whole bunch of giant steps toward total uh, tyranny, enslavement of the population. And this is why they don't let you know about uh, medicine that's cheap and effective and works and you can do it yourself. They say, you, you have to go into the hospital so we can kill you. That's the obvious best thing for you to do. And the tyrant of Canada says, that's how you stand up for each other. And this group, he says this group that is... Uh, converging on the capital and is already there is just a tiny fringe group of radicals who don't represent the people at all. Uh, we're going to clarify that for him so that he's not confused about that anymore. And I've got a lot of stuff I wanted to play for you so that you're not just listen, having to listen to me talk. And this is a momentous occasion. It should be declared an international holiday. Uh, not to avoid work, but but to um, remember these inspirational, heroic people who went out in 20 degree, minus, minus 20 degree uh, centigrade Celsius temperature. It's about minus 5 or something Fahrenheit. It's really cold. If there's any wind, like, you know, forget it, you're, you become a popsicle. They didn't care. They just went out there and said, we'll figure it out as we go. So, um, the tyrant of Canada doesn't realize this is the sentiment of the country, and it should have been a long time ago, but it's finally waking up. So, let's listen to uh, Trudeau, the leader of Canada, and what he thinks of the whole country waking up to the necessity of freedom. Here's Justin Trudeau, surely just hearing about the Million Man March heading to Ottawa to demand his resignation, surely now aware of the 50-mile-plus-long convoy against the vaccine mandates. So Trudeau had to make a statement in response to that today. You tell me if this looks like a man who's confident or a man who is feeling the heat. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Oh, unacceptable views. Do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science, stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. Well, it's a really interesting statement uh, because what the truckers and all the people supporting them are doing is stepping up to protect each other, <laughs> preserving their freedoms, doing exactly what he's saying, except the opposite way. And hopefully, you know, remember, that they're remembering this is non-violent, non-compliance. This is just like when Gandhi was in India leading the people to collect uh, water for evaporating into salt from the ocean. 
and only British people were allowed to do that, not the uh, lowly Indian people. And he said, we're not going to use violence. We're just going to go ahead and do what we have the right to do, and we're going to keep doing it no matter what happens, and we're not going to stop. That is exactly what the truckers are doing. So how did they get a leader? You know, all these elections have been fake for a long time. It wasn't wasn't just the 2020 election. There was a, a great uh, book called, what was it? Vote Scam USA. You should read it if you haven't seen it. It's a cheap little paperback. It's probably still online available uh, from the 70s, maybe. But long before there were voting machines, the the elections were fake. And they were taking all the paper ballots in America into... Um, basements with armed guards around them with machine guns and they would change the paper ballots and then announce the count and it was just was it Stalin who said it doesn't matter what who votes it matters who counts the votes and the people in all the countries of the world have taken that really seriously and so you get leaders like the one you just saw and also they go through training before they get elected in the fake elections Um, And the training that the Canadian leader went through was he was one of the many students of Klaus Schwab's uh, World Economic Forum special school called, um, what is it, Global Leaders of the World, Young Global Leaders of the World. And he graduated from that about how to enslave and destroy your own people. And he's doing a great job, except the people have unfortunately for him, started to realize, hmm, maybe this government is not actually protecting us. And what they say is a lie. And, you know, before when I said they're coming to the realization, maybe what the medical authorities are saying is is a lie, too. In most cases, it's not a lie. They actually, if they had the training to become a medical authority, they were trained over and over and over again to just believe without question whatever they're told and believe the authorities, the individual authorities and the government uh, groups and the corporate groups like the drug and vaccine companies and never question them. So it's not their fault. They fell for that, just like we all fell for it to some extent. And But nevertheless, what those authorities have been saying in this couple of years has been completely opposite of what's true, suppressing and hiding, violently suppressing the truth. And for people to realize the degree to which the lies have been happening is is difficult and this is this what's happening in Canada right now is a clue that there's a crack in that conditioning and people are saying wait a minute you know what we understood as true was false and it wasn't that all these people were lying the liars were at the top level and they were very clever because they had the trusted sincere people who work for them memorize the lies as if they were true. And so they weren't actually lying. They were just repeating what they had learned that was false. Um, Anyway, Trudeau went to a school, and this was Young Global Leaders of the World, and it's training the leaders to infiltrate uh, with their graduates all the parliaments and congresses and legislatures and uh, government positions and corporate positions all over the world. And this is the founder of the group uh, talking about his school 
and the success that they've had, including the Canadian leader. Um, when I mention our names, like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. But um, what we are very proud of now, the young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, Pres of uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, rece at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau and I would know that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are for our actually young global leaders of the world economic right. form. That's true in Argentina as well. It's true in Argentina and uh, it's true in France now. Mm -hmm. I'm here with the president who is a young global leader. Okay, you get the general idea. And I've talked too long already because there's, there's a lot that we have to get through today and we have a very short time. Um, what I wanted to do is play uh, calls in to a show that happened yesterday on a great show that is a, one of the best news sources in the whole world, in my opinion. And I've had a lot of people hating me for saying that, but I followed the, their work for about 21 years now, and I've spoken with Alex, and um, it's incredible. And so he has really good people working for him, including this one named Owen, who ran a call-in show yesterday for people from the convoy and people who are supporting it. And I want to let you hear some of that, and I'll try not to interrupt too much. Um, this is a incredible moment, not just for... Um, Canada, but for everybody in the world, because we're all in different versions of the same situation. And the message is, do not hate the bad guys. Even Alex hasn't fully learned this yet, although he's getting there. Don't hate the bad guys. It, it weakens you to hate anybody. You don't have to be furious or hateful to be a good fighter to do what you need to do. And the other thing is, nonviolent mass noncompliance, like people like Chris Guy have been ex explaining, that is far more powerful than violence, which gives an excuse to be demonized and just keeps the same feud going forever. This is the way to break into a different level. And the people in Canada are getting that. It's really exciting. So I'm, I may interrupt it from time to time, but basically what you're going to be hearing is people calling into the annual Truckers Call-In Show on InfoWars yesterday. Calls taken by Owen Schroyer, who I think is incredibly courageous and brave and doing a great job. And uh, the first part we'll hear is a special call-in section from little kids. And then after that, we've got some of the adults. And I'll come back and give you a few other insights at the very end and maybe a few in between. Friends and family, you go to the beach. Go. I'm just gonna go have fun, truckers, and thank you all. Thank you, truckers. Hi, my name is Gabriel. I'm from Manitoba. I'm turning 13 years old tomorrow, and I just wanted to say best birthday gift ever, having you guys fighting for us. I am so glad for you, truckers. You rock. Hi, my name is Matthew. I'm 12 years old, and I'm from Alberta, and I just want to say you guys are awesome. Keep on trucking. Good night, truckers. Thank you. 
We start the show. I'm uh, trying to hold back tears here. <laughs> Who would have thought it would have been the children and the truckers that are going to stand up to save this this planet? Oh, man. Deanna in Ontario. Uh, Deanna, your thoughts on the Freedom Convoy? Hi, Owen. It's Diana. And my thoughts, I just want to give a big shout-out to InfoWars right from the very beginning. My parents were in the military here in Canada. They passed away. Didn't know where my country was going the last two years. Devastated. Devastated where we didn't stand up. The last two weeks in regards to this convoy has sparked everybody's soul. It's amazing. Now we're crying tears of joy. And there's hope. Two weeks ago, we were heavy-hearted, heavy-hearted. The kids smiling, jumping up and down along the highways, just just getting the spirit back has been amazing. And like I said, tears of joy now. No matter where this leads, tears of joy. And it's, it's, you know, the, the weirdest thing is, why wouldn't everybody want to be on board with this? Why wouldn't everybody want to stand up to a world government with medical tyranny, medical fascism, forced injections, forcing kids to wear masks, forcing businesses to shut down, just total torture? Who would want to support that? I mean, every citizen of the planet that isn't a radical globalist, communist, you know, uh, medical industrialist or, or corrupt crony of those should be on board with this. Exactly. The thing that I witnessed was where where are these people like myself um, just going right from like 
two weeks into this going, this isn't right. We heard from the States, those two doctors, like here in Canada, um, had on YouTube, like saying, this is not what it it is, right? And then they get taken off. Our Canadian media is unbelievable, unbelievable. And these people are walking around um, because Canada has a, a heart of gold, heart of gold. And yeah, we're known as, quotation, the nicest um, people. And we say sorry when, when, you know, somebody else bumps into us, right? It's, it took a while for that, for that to build and build and build and saying, you know, you don't poke the bear. A bear walks along um, loving life here in Canada and not being bothered by anybody. And then as soon as it, it comes to that line, it stands up. Uh, you just don't poke the bear. And I'm so proud of my country right now. I wasn't two weeks ago. And now it's just unbelievable. I don't care about the naysayers. I don't, I, they're, they're, they'll wake up soon. They'll know when these truckers get there that it's not small. Um, like our media is trying to portray like, oh, 200 truckers. <laughs> no, it's from coast to coast. Let's go to Jess. She's in Alberta. She has been in the convoy, and she's on her way to Ontario. Am I saying it wrong? Is it going to Ontario and not Ottawa? <laughs> We're going to Ottawa. Okay, Ottawa in, is in Ontario. Got you. Yeah, you bet. We're in Ontario now, working our way through, uh, slowly at times, but <laughs> with big hearts. So uh, talk about the convoy. Are you at the front of it, the middle of it, the back of it? What is it like? You know what? It's really hard to say. Um, it's so big, and it's pretty spread out at times. So you can't Yesterday's... see the front or the back from where you're at? No, no, no. Um, and it's been like that for a lot, of, a lot of the time. And where we came through yesterday, the convoy separated to take two different highways. I'm not sure why we ended up um, taking the upper highway rather than one that goes along the lake. I'm curious, um, we what, uh, what are the communications uh, that, are, that are going on? Is, is, is everybody in the convoy receiving comms? Uh, well, there's lots of opportunity too. They're using the Zello app. Um, a lot of the big trucks or people with radios, I think, are in touch. And... You know, people are communicating. The organizers are going on Facebook Live and keeping everybody updated. Um, people are just communicating at stops. If we're stopped up in traffic, people are just communicating that way. And we all know where we're going. We all know the route. So we all just try to get there safely. Well, this is just incredible. I mean, how many, if you could take a guess, how many cars, how many vehicles do you think are in the convoy right now? I I don't, I don't know. Can't I don't even know. Guess, huh? I couldn't even. Oh, thousands, thousands. We're coming from the West. Wow. And I don't know how many are going from the East, uh, the South, the North. I, I don't know, but I'll tell you what, it's not a couple hundred. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, are we talking like people even coming from Vancouver, from Edmonton? Yes, we've met people off from the island, wow. the, the uh, island off the West Coast. And so folks There's understand, Vancouver is basically the largest city on the west 
of Canada. I mean, I'm not the most geographically studied on Canada, but I'm pretty sure Vancouver is probably the farthest west major city. And then you have Edmonton, which is way up north. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's the that's pretty much the furthest west major city. But we've talked to people from Nanaimo and from the island, which is I mean, those people got on a ferry. You know, it's just remarkable. And there's nothing but love and and everybody is just so hopeful going through these towns. Oh, it's just it'll break your heart. And uh, what kind of what kind of sacrifices are people making to make this journey? Well, I mean, gas is expensive. I'm at a gas station right now. I'm looking at the sign. It's uh, you know we're at a dollar fifty two or one fifty two nine. Gas prices just keep. We paid one sixty at one point. Um, you know, the, the GoFundMe was over five million last time I saw, and the truckers are registering with the organizers, and then they have um, captains who they check in with, where they can get reimbursed for some of their costs. Uh, we stayed at a hotel last night in Northern Ontario. Uh, we were greeted by a wonderful woman who gave us a room for free. People are just. They're they're preparing meals. The Hutterite. Maybe maybe Hutterite that's colony. what Trudeau will do is he'll just try to increase gas prices to shut this thing down. I could you know maybe he'll do I a jerk move like that. Do. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, and, I, could and, see uh, it. I got I, ten I seconds to break them. here, Jess. How, how far do you think you are from landing in on uh, Ottawa? I would say we're probably the con. Uh, I would maybe seven hundred kilometers, maybe. Hi. Hello, Marilyn. Hi. Oh, it's wonderful to be on your show. Thank you, Owen. A big shout out to Infowars uh, for supporting us in Canada. And it's really quite a moment, I think, in Canadian history, something that we'll never forget. And the support is overwhelming. Far from what uh, Trudeau says a small fringe minority. Uh, he's chosen to bunker down and is probably getting advice from his boss, Klaus Schwab, on what his uh, his uh, his war plan is. Yeah, what are you going to do, Klaus Schwab? The people of planet Earth want to be free and prosperous. They don't want to own nothing and eat bugs like you have planned for us. <laughs> Exactly. So, I mean, um, we all knew that he was he was going to take this way out. But, Owen, he's he's isolating for five days, apparently. And guess what? We're still going to be there on Parliament Hill in five days and he will have no opportunity. He'll have to address this epic movement that's happening. I, I mean, honestly, I don't know if there's ever been a more cowardice move in modern day political history. I mean, I, you know, I'd have to call in, I'd have to call in like a history buff or something here. But seriously, I, I don't know if there's ever been a more cowardice move in modern day political history than what Trudeau has pulled going into hiding as the Freedom Convoy approaches. Absolutely. And you know what? I mean, Canadians uh, also have a responsibility to. To be proactive in our voice, and we do, we can call up the RCMP and uh, file a complaint against our own prime minister who labeled us as racist, misogynist, 
extreme uh, right-wingers, and that is uh, a, 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 cr- a crime uh, in Canada under uh, the hate speech. So, you know, we, we can do things like that also besides uh, getting involved in the convoy. We can call up the governor general's office and ask that he be removed to um, dissolve parliament and that he is not equipped to, uh, to be the leader of this country. Hello? Yes, Maggie, we've got you. Hi, Owen, how you doing? Hi, thank you for calling. Um, I just wanted to say, yes, we left um, Cambridge, Ontario yesterday. It would take about a five-hour drive. It took us about maybe 10 or 11 hours with the snow. Um, it was incredible to be. We were smack dab in the middle of that convoy, man. It was wild just to see everybody come together. It is uh, an incredible sight, and I couldn't be more proud to be Canadian. And I just want to say, I want to give a huge shout out to our um, local uh, member of provincial parliament. Her name is Belinda Carajalio. She is the only um, member with uh, the New Blue Party of Ontario, which is the only right leaning party in the province. And it was really this little fierce woman who um, led the Freedom Charge. And now this convoy is rolling into Ottawa, and it's a dream come true for her. Um, she is small, she is fierce. And I couldn't be more proud to represent her and every all these Canadians and all these Ontarians. We're standing all these Ontarians. We are standing together, vaccinated, unvaccinated, black, white, brown, everybody. We are all standing together, standing up for what's right. And I could not be more proud to be Canadian at this time. Owen, it's an absolute pleasure to be speaking with you and to all the listeners, respect to all the real American patriots and Canadian patriots out there. Uh, Owen, I'll tell you, as a Canadian that is so-called part of this fringe movement, or fringe uh, minority, as Trudeau calls it, things are getting real scary up here. As of like two, three weeks ago, uh, honestly, spirit was crushed. I know I'm not the only person that was really given up on the country. Uh, I'm the father of a three-year-old boy and honestly scares me to death every day as to how I'm going to give up a better life under uh, government control like uh, Trudeau's trying to uh, squeeze us with. And now we're off the mat. And now we're going from last to first. And I'm going to throw some numbers that are going to blow your mind right now. Uh, to the listeners, if you go on the Zello app, you could uh, tune in to the radio frequency on the different channels and you could listen to the truckers on the convoy. You can listen to the organizers give out updates. So I'm going to throw some numbers out there as of last night. There's a convoy that came from the West that is in Ontario now. They said last night they counted 58,000 vehicles, approximately. That's just from the West Convoy. There's a convoy that is coming from the east, eastern Canada, Newfoundland, uh, New Brunswick. Uh, 12,000 trucks were in that convoy. We have 2,500 trucks, they said, from the U.S. across the border. But they're expecting up to 19,000 just coming up from Cali alone. And I'm sure it's going to take a little bit from the guys to get from Cali all the way up to Ottawa. So... I'd expect those numbers to rise from the U.S. And then we have Southern Ontario. There was convoys coming up from Windsor, uh, the Toronto area. There's 15 million people that live in Ontario, so the crowds are huge. Every single overpass, the truckers were saying as they came up to 401, from Hamilton all the way to Kingston is where they stopped last night. I mean, that's about 300 kilometers, 400 kilometers. Every single overpass was full of people. And the government can't let this out the bag. And somehow they're trying to play off to the people. And like you said, just ignore them. They're trying to say that they're uh, waiting for 10,000 people to show up. I mean, there's going to be millions of people in the streets and it's going to be something that the world has never seen before. And Trudeau, as far as I'm concerned, it's game over. I don't see his way out of this. 
Because well, I'll, I'll tell you what, that, that's an interesting debate right there, because what is Trudeau going to do? Is he just going to hide forever? I mean, I, I don't see that punk stepping down, so it's going to be a game of chicken between the truckers and Trudeau. But you know what? Here, just another comment on the media. Look, if the Canadian media... Exactly. That's we all are. I mean, if you the cat's out the back, if you go Freedom Convoy... 2022 on Instagram, it's up to like 300,000 people. You'll see mind-blowing videos. They'll make big, you see big burly truckers crying, man. Like the movement that's Oh, it's unbelievable. In right I'm, now. I'm down here. I'm uh, in South Texas crying. Hey, what's the I'm name of, you, uh, I, what's I, the name of the app though? If people want to download the app, I'm, I'm guessing they can download it anywhere and tune in. Yeah, go on the, uh, go on your phone, go to the Play Store or whatever. You download Zello, Z-E-L-L-O. You create a username, and then you can add channels. There's a channel, Convoy to Ottawa. There's a uh, channel, GTA Convoy to Ottawa, Convoy East, Convoy West. And you can listen to the truck. That's amazing. Do you know, uh, do you know if it's available on, uh, on a web browser, too? Can you access it just on, online on a computer? Um, you may. You may. I've seen live transmissions from Zello going out on, like, YouTube live broadcasts on the net. Like, there's ways to access it. And, uh... When you hear these guys, I mean, there's no stopping the movement. But these governments that want to control us, they want to beat us down. I mean, now everyone in Canada looks around and they're like, we're not alone. Like, well, I was and, and here, see, that's a side. great point right there. That's an excellent point right there. It's the we're not alone moment. But, I mean, look, people, people realize that they have a choice to be free or to be a slave. And no. what Trudeau is yeah, offering I, Canada is slavery. And Canada says no. Absolutely. And another caller had uh, raised the point that there are outs for Trudeau, like in the Canadian political system, the governor general can have him removed. How likely is that to happen? I don't know. But when the government, this, this government, by the way, Owen, has governed since the election in September that Trudeau called the most important uh, election in our history to build back so quick. They've worked one month in the last five, six months. These clowns don't even sit in office. They sit in office 95 days of the year. That's it. But they're starting work on Monday, Owen, and they're going to go tune in on their Zoom cast or whatever they do remotely because they don't even want, they can't, they won't even be able to get to the House of Commons. And they're going to have a real problem. And they're going to say, Mr. Trudeau, there's 2 million people outside in the street. There's truck. They said the truck, the convoys won't even make it to Ottawa. By the time all these convoys will uh, get to the city, the city's going to be gridlocked. Every single inch of pavement in the greater Ottawa area. Yeah, it's you're gonna, gonna you're probably what you're gonna see is people just pulling off on the side of the road and just hoofing it that's for it. miles. It'll be like that's a you know it, like man. a Super Bowl football game or like a Rose Bowl game that's just or like a World Cup soccer game. It's like you can't even get anywhere near the stadium. You just park on the grass on the side of the road and just hoof it. And listen, this is Canada's chance. We know this is it. This is it. If we lose it and we can't get what we came for, we're done. So let me tell you, if Trudeau wants to play chicken and play hardball, and he wants to have these guys set out in the cold, by the way, on minus 30 degrees Celsius this weekend, like minus 30, okay? These guys got to go sit out, and it's like sitting in a trench in, in wartime, and you got to just wait out your enemy. Listen, if they want to wait it out, these guys are stocked with food. There's $7 million in the GoFundMe, and more people will join. If they want to drag it, and this goes to next weekend, there will be another million people coming to join. There's no stopping this. The government will topple if you ask me. I don't see a way out for them. They're, they're going to have to dissolve the government. There's no way this guy's going to get away with this. The convoy rides and Justin Trudeau hides. Hey, Owen. How's it going, man? Uh, great to talk to you. Thanks. Good for calling. Um, just a little thing before I get started uh, real quick. Um, if anybody out there is considering or has been meaning to buy something from the InfoWars store, uh, people, please buy, buy a shirt, buy anything, because InfoWars is critical 
in our fight against against these globalist scumbags and these pipsqueaks like Trudeau. So if you're out there and you've been meaning to do it, please just buy anything. We, we have to keep them going. They're critical. They're the light and the dark. So I just wanted to say that first. Absolutely. Thank but, you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm here in Ottawa, and I mean, honestly, man, I've been trying to take my family out of here for the past. This is the third winter uh, up here for us, so I've been I've been desperately applying to Florida, Texas jobs, just trying to get out of here, man. Like, I don't think people realize just how miserable it is up here. I mean, we've are got you, uh, are you are you a Canadian citizen, an American citizan, dual citizenship, or what? I'm a Canadian. Okay, I'm a Canadian, and it's it's really hard to get in. Like, you know, we've got we had decent jobs. I've recently been fired because I wouldn't take the vaccine up here, so. We've uh, we've we were desperate to try to get out of here until this week. So when when we saw you know when we saw this going, and I saw it through you guys because uh, you know our media is, as you mentioned earlier, you know they're useless. So we we saw the convoy. We're watching it on on your station, and I mean this is the first time in in years that we've had a bit of hope. So it takes a while for us to get going up here, but th- this is the hill we die on, man. I think this is it. Like we've got you know if you go to get a load of groceries in Canada today in Ottawa, it's uh, you know three hundred bucks. 350 bucks for a standard load of groceries. Shelves are bare. Um, the kids have masks strapped to their face. Doug Ford, our premier, is, I mean, he's completely a sellout. He's, he's, he's an ultra leftist uh, communist. Like, it's, we've had enough, man. We've had enough, and, and we're really going to support these guys in this. And I don't think there's any turning back this time. We're, it's either we turn around here or that's it. This is the hill we die on. I don't want my kids to live in a country like this anymore. And we're, we're just so happy to have you guys supporting us. Well, it's going to be an interesting game of chicken between Trudeau and these truckers. I don't see the truckers going anywhere. So what's Trudeau going to do after his fake isolation period is up? Oh. Uh, I mean, he, he this guy is going to get real desperate. He might behaving. He might start behaving extremely erratically like he's known to in the past when he does blackface or Asia face or whatever else he does. He's such a joke to us, honestly, guys. If anyone listening out there, any real Canadian, he's such a joke to us. He doesn't represent us at all. He's completely disconnected from reality. You know, can I, can I ask? A, let me let me ask you a question. And uh, does Justin Trudeau even play hockey? Man, I don't think so. I, I mean, was just, I, I've I never I've never seen him get on the ice. He's a fake Canadian. No, I, no he's a duster. He, he can't play. There's no way <laughs> he can't do it. <laughs> Anyways, listen, we're we're, we're going to support you guys. I'm going to go buy some more stuff from your store today, and I really encourage everyone to do it because. We need you guys, man. We're going to push through this, and America, Canada, and the world together, we're done. We're done with these guys. We're taking it back. Hi, Owen. How are you? Uh, I, I got woke up on InfoWars uh, when I saw about Building 7. I saw Rob do hire you. I've been with you guys for all the celebration, the Trump victory. But I've been up here carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders, ostracized by everybody I know. Uh, and family and everything, I bet I'm crazy, but I hung in there. I just bent my head and, and carried that yoke, and I feel so vindicated now to see everyone waking up. And I, the last thing I want to say is, see, I told you so because I'll never say that, but I just felt it would never happen. Uh, and uh, in the last two weeks, I'll tell you, the emotion, is it's, it's been incredible. That You know, I get in cabs, and I'd say to the cab driver, you mind if I play something on the phone? And it wouldn't be too long before they go, what are you playing? And I've tried everything I can. And to see it come to fruition, and it's, it's just an amazing thing. And I don't want to take a lot of time because I want a lot of people to get out. But I wrote something 20 years ago. takes about 30 seconds. And, boy, you might have think I wrote it yesterday. Be prepared, my young one. The tools are in your hand. Soon you will inherit a torn and shattered land. From where we lost direction and let our morals fade, we forgot about our ancestors, the steps that they had made. 
As we look now in the mirror that reflects the truth of years, it simply shows the picture that reaffirms my fears. Stop the hands of time, my son. Take the plow in hand and turn this tainted soil that covers a once proud land. Bring back the drive that drove men to build all things with pride. Restore the common virtues we once all had inside. Take this task before you. Mankind will wait to see if you can change the reflection to be what we should be. And right now, seeing this, it looks like it's going to happen, my, my brother. Well, it's a beautiful thing to witness. I'll tell you, today Canada lifts up freedom lovers all around the world. Today and, and this weekend, Canada lifts up people that are fighting against tyranny all around the world. All eyes are on Canada, and, and we pray for Canada. And um, it's just an incredible thing. It's such an uplifting thing uh, to witness, Daniel. Thank you so much for the call. Hi, Owen. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. I'm a Canadian truck driver. I just want to thank uh, all my fellow truckers out there and all the supporters out there and all the people who want to live free. It's about time we take our country back from this tyrannical satanic government. We need to hold them accountable for all vaccine deaths and vaccine injuries, peaceful and, of course, most. And I am protesting for little children. When you touch our kids, you spark a fire in the people's heart. Our kids do not deserve any of this, and we must protect them at all times, and we must all unite together, Americans and Canadians, and restore love and restore God in everyone's heart. And a big thanks to Alex Jones and you, Owen, for fighting this tyranny from day one. And in Canada, thanks to Pastor Henry Haldebrandt and Pastor Arthur Pulaski. They were our major players in Canada. And everyone, please support InfoWars. We need them more than ever as they open the doors for us to move around. That's all I wanted to say, Owen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Pastor uh, Pawlowski there. He's been arrested, I think, four or five times now just because he won't wear a mask, won't shut down his church. Oh, just just such evil that he exposes just by existing. But, uh, you know, that's the idea sometimes, just existing to expose evil. Hi, Owen. I'm a huge fan, first-time caller. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, quick plug for InfoWars, uh, especially for all you Canadians out there, uh, do the recurring sponsorship. Uh, it's $10 U.S. a month, which is about 13 Canadian. Uh, if you go get coffee every day, if you have a YouTube subscription, cancel it, take your money, and put it with the Patriots because uh, that's where we need to put our money. Um, so I live in Windsor, which is right across from Detroit. Um, so I personally know how very important it is, um, the trucks traveling between Canada and the United States. Um, and just from a personal standpoint, uh, I, for the last probably 15 years, have spent most of my money in downtown Detroit enjoying concerts, uh, sporting events, etc., um, so we haven't had that luxury for the last two years. I would have never thought in a million years that I'd be able to not cross the border. So one of those things that you take for granted. So I just want to thank all the U.S. truckers that are coming out to support uh, the Canadian truckers. I want to thank everybody who has taken time away from their families and work to be part of this convoy. And I also want to just give a quick shout-out to uh, one of my best friends, Freedom Steven, who has been listening to InfoWars since 2006. Uh, him and a bunch of patriots have uh, gone up to represent Windsor. So we're praying for all of you, and let's get these mandates ended. That's the goal. That is the goal right now. Canada, Canadians are choosing freedom. 
That's what this convoy represents. Beth, thank you so much for the call. Hi there. I am a freedom lover living in Toronto, and this has been a long time coming. I've been so emotional this week watching these truckers come in. And I I wanted to be part of it because, you know, I feel as a Torontonian that we're partly responsible for re-electing Justin Trudeau because not all votes are equal. So how the votes are weighted, Toronto counts for a lot. And so we are to blame. And I know a lot of people that reelected him because they were just so lost. Toronto is so lost. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was the only one who felt like this. So imagine it's minus 20 degrees Celsius outside or, um, you know, negative degrees Fahrenheit for you guys. The homeless shelters are 50% because of all this COVID foolishness. So they're all piling. The homeless are piling onto the, the subways and the buses. And then you imagine all these uptight people with their, their masks and they're like looking in disgust. And it's like, what do you think these policies do to people? You know? Um, plus, I, I knew something was going on very early when they started kidnapping Canadian citizens and putting them in quarantine for absolutely no reason, even though they had negative tests. Also, I know two people vaccine injured. My yeah. good friend, a 45-year-old woman, was diagnosed with myocarditis after her first Moderna shot. Mm. Um, that's changed her life. Um, also, my friend's brother, after his shot, now mind you, he had diabetes, but it was controlled, and he was fairly healthy. But after his shot, he had renal failure and lost vision in both of his eyes. So besides the three weeks that he spent in the hospital and the physical therapy, he was seeing a psychiatrist twice a week to deal with the fact that he is now blind. So this has just pulled people's lives apart. It's pulled families and friends apart. I know it's kind of pulled my family apart. Yeah, and you know, I play personal. the videos. I play the videos all the time. People in stores fighting, the the mask people going insane. I mean, it's just we shouldn't yeah. be divided like this. It's 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 really sad to see what they've done to us. It breaks my heart. And then you it talk is. about the and vaccine then, side effects. I'm not no pun intended about breaking the heart, but then you see the vaccine side effects and it's like, you know, these people are such evil. You know, Stephen Colbert goes on TV, promotes the vaccine episode after episode, and not once does he have to tell you about the side effects. That that is it that is illegal. Absolutely. They have destroyed lives. They have destroyed health and they have destroyed our health care. We used to have one of the greatest health cares. You know, they say go up to Canada and get free health care. Do they deny you? Do, do, do they deny you health care if you're not vaccinated? I, you know what? I'm not. But the last place I'd be going if I was sick was a hospital. Yeah, that's where I'm going to die. Yeah, that's, that's where, where that's die. where the COVID deaths happen. It's all in the hospitals. So they put you on the ventilator. Right. They put you on the deadly medicine. They hit you with ten vaccines, and next thing you know, poof! Oh, Absolutely. they got another vaccine. That's they got no. They got another COVID death. Add it to the list. Create the fear. Absolutely. Protocol, and it, we know that vaccinated have been outweighing outweighing the unvaccinated for weeks now, or you yep. know, for a couple weeks. Yeah, that's um, why they quit reporting the numbers because they because they looked so bad that uh, the 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 people dying and catching COVID were eighty percent vaccinated. So they just quit showing you those numbers. It's really sad, Nikki. Right. Thank you so much for yeah. the call. Oh, hi, one. Yeah, I, I'm uh, not in the convoy. I, I was. Uh, in Kekebeka Falls on Wednesday. I'm in I'm living in Thunder Bay here, northern Ontario. Uh, real heartwarming uh, event. Uh, the news media, of course, uh, uh, minor coverage. Uh, we've got up here in Canada, probably know we've got CTV, CBC. They're like the Russian Pravda uh, government uh, 
funded uh, news corporations. So I'm an info warrior. I've been for seven years now, ever since the uh, election campaign uh, for Trump. I hooked into you guys. I'm pumped up on my X2, my prostate guard right now. So pardon me if I drag on a bit. Uh, what I did, what I did want to bring out though, uh, along with the convoy, is uh, probably Americans think Canadians are pretty dumb electing that idiot. Uh, situation with Trudeau is uh, he only got 38 percent of the uh, of the voters who went out and actually voted in the election. So I don't know what that comes out to about uh, 10 million, 12 million votes or something like that. So Canada is about 30, what 35, 36 million people. So most people didn't want him. He's in a minority situation. He's propped up by our communist version of uh, of the NDP here. They're uh, are basically our communist party. And uh, they, they uh, backslap him and uh, give him all the uh, aid he needs. So that's, that's, that's the situation we're in here in Canada. Boy, oh boy, with uh, Biden and Trudeau leading the North American countries, uh, what could go wrong? Oh, I don't know, everything? Uh, j- j- basically, we're, like uh, two weeks ago, I was so down. Like it was uh, it just you, everywhere you looked, it was trouble. There was uh, pain, agony, the, the mandates, everything was just driving you nuts. And this is really, uh, it's really great what's been happening. Our media up here, they're, they're showing, uh, like, what happened when the truckers came through here in Thunder Bay. They uh, showed two or three people standing on a corner and said, oh, the crowd was a dozen people or a hundred people. When there were, oh, and literally thousands, all the way from Kekabeka, which yeah. is about 20 miles out, right into Thunder Bay, people lined up. No, waving the flags, F. Trudeau. Well, that's okay, because I'll tell you what, you can share people's today, share with people today's broadcast, say, hey, you want to see the truth about what's happening? Uh, Check out the American Journal from January 28th. I mean, folks, I'm sitting here in Austin, Texas. I'm not even the normal host of this show, and we've had our lines filled for the entire day with people calling in mostly from Ontario and Ottawa. Okay, I'm in Austin, Texas, switching host duties with Harrison Smith, and and the lines have not stopped ringing from Canadians. I mean, this is just unbelievable. I'm telling you, Canada lifts up the world today. This is going to be this is going to be one for the history books. Hi, how you doing, Owen? Good. Thanks for calling. Oh, uh, I just like to say I was in Enfield yesterday and seen the convoy going, and. We got there a little bit late. There was fireworks going off. You couldn't see the end of it in either direction. Everywhere you looked, there was people waving flags. There were smiles. There was a huge sense of community. And it's things that have been taken from us that we take for granted like that. We've been dumbed down for years. And that sort of uplifting spirit. There was some some Native Americans drumming. Everybody was vibing on the drums. Uh, I talked to a lady that immigrated to this country, and it really hit home to me really hard. She said, you don't know what communism looks like. Her father was a prisoner of war. She was very emotional. And she said, we are a young nation, and we've never had to go through a revolution. She said, this is our coming of age. And it just really hit home. Um, there's a massive sense of community here. Well, look, we, found, we, we finally found the one thing that binds us all together, at least most of us humans, 
Uh, I can't speak for the rest, but we, we, we found it. It binds us together. The desire to be free, the desire to live free, the desire to live your life without unnecessary or even necessary at times government intervention. We don't want it. We're sick of the mandates. We're sick of the masks. We're sick of the vaccines. Leave us alone. Let us live our lives. Let us be prosperous. Let us be free. Guess what? Most humans agree with that. I don't know why all humans don't agree with that. Maybe they're not human. I don't know either. We're definitely under attack, and it is an info war. I have been following you guys since September 11, 2001, and I've never had a feeling like this. Um, I, it was blatant. The news was there. I have pictures of it. They were pointing their camera in the corner of a parking lot with the least people and saying that's what was there. Yeah. There were thousands. Well, good. I was there for an hour. And good for them. The good for the, good for the Canadian media. Show the world how fake you are. Show the Canadian people how worthless you are. Uh, good. I'm glad the Canadian me- media is lying about this. This is just going to hurt them in the long run. Just show people what they really are. We're not surprised. The convoy rides, Justin Trudeau hides. Final segment coming up. The freedom convoy rides, Justin Trudeau hides. I gotta say, I've done thousands of talk shows in my life. And I'll probably do thousands more. And this is one that's gonna, this is one that I'm gonna remember forever. And I think that this freedom convoy is gonna go down in history and, uh, to the truckers, to the Canadians, America stands with you. We salute you. And you are lifting up the world right now. So, you guys, we're a little bit over time because I talked too much in the beginning. But I, I hope you can feel what's inside that. I mean, if you can, it's hard not to be crying because we're so used to all this bad stuff happening and the rulers having complete control over everything. The banking scam is stealing everybody's money and it's it's one of the main reasons for poverty and stress all over the world and not just com- countries like in Africa that are being col- you know stolen from and colonized over a long period of time but everywhere US UK Canada Australia uh the banking scam is uh doing things to the population that most people don't have any idea taking over countries uh, taking ownership of national assets. We we're talking about the World Bank and the um, the other organizations at that level. This needs to be inspiring. This this event in Canada that's happening right now, yesterday and today, when all the the trucks have pretty much gotten to Ottawa now. Last I saw, and it, there's gridlock there. Nobody can move, and the the regular media is not just not covering it. They're lying about what's happening. And one of the people that was on the ground today reporting a live stream from Ottawa was saying that the mainstream media was there. They found one guy and they gave him a flag that was apparently right out of a box. It was a Confederate flag so that they could say the whole thing is racist, which is really ridiculous. And uh, they filmed him like there were only a few wacko, violent, racist people there and all around them that they're not covering with their camera are millions of people in the streets of Ottawa, all peaceful, all saying, we're done being your slaves. And and this needs to spread all over the world. Um, if we get shut down on certain platforms, then we'll, we'll say it on the platforms that are not censoring. You know, people need to question authority like they started to learn dur- during the Vietnam War even, and it's been 
too much forgotten since that time. In fact, a lot of the people who thought they were liberal, uh, whatever that means, in the Vietnam War protest days were saying, we believe in freedom, we believe in free speech, we believe in not going into countries on the other side of the world and invading them and murdering their people with napalm and machine guns and bombs. Uh, they were actually said a lot of things that were reasonable, and they've gradually been moved by the media, by fake education, and other things into becoming basically tyrannical communists, and they don't even realize that, that freedom was the good thing about the founding principles of America, not freedom of the collective, freedom of every individual, with the responsibility to respect the freedom of everybody else, so you don't you don't start uh, companies that make chemicals that are going to kill everybody. You don't do things that are irresponsible with your freedom like that. But as far as um, the basic principle, it's like safety under all circumstances is basically, do you want to live in prison? And freedom is what you have to choose instead if you're brave enough. And the founders of America were, and they were brilliant in that way. And they realized, I'm just looking at our clock to make sure. I've got a few minutes to get ready for Planetary Healing Club. But a couple of things I just wanted to say. One was how the mainstream media came out there and mischaracterized the whole event as some crazy fringe movement like Trudeau was talking about. It's just the opposite. So the, the good media organizations that have arisen to take the place of, of the ones that are dishonest. One of the great ones in Canada is Rebel News. You should support them, in my opinion. They are not paying me to say that. It's one reason we don't have any money, is I'm not taking it to, for commercials. We're hoping for donations and other kinds of support. But I want to be able to say, support this cause, and not because I'm getting paid to do it. Rebel News is incredible, you can be on their um, email list and get great videos and uh, stories every day. We post a lot of those on lostartsradio.com. Another one is, of course, InfoWars, which people have been trained to think is terrible. It's one of the most censored organizations on the planet. Um, they've done work beyond what I could even describe that, that has saved so many people's lives and averted war in many cases and told the truth. And they were one of the first major organizations to be totally censored by the criminal social media giants. Um, but the way that I'm talking about copying the spirit uh, that's being demonstrated in Canada and uh, Ottawa right now and, and all the provincial cap capitals from people that couldn't go to Ottawa is if you're working in a situation where you're helping to uh, destroy the world in some way, you know, figure out what you can do, because this has to change. And as many of our great Sunday Show guests have described, we need to be building a parallel, life-centered, pro-human civilization right now, instead of waiting until uh, the corrupt one totally disintegrates. Waiting until the end of that is too late. Well, it may still be possible, but it's a lot harder. So network now. Build uh, a pro-human normal society now. And where that comes from is consciousness. And, and I think some of the early American founders uh, said the same thing. It's that 
somebody asked, I'm not sure if it was Benjamin Franklin or somebody else, what kind of government did you set up for us? And he said, it's a republic, ma'am, if you can keep it. And and the meaning was, no system of government or, or non-government or any other system is going to work better than the consciousness of the people. So th- there are a lot of people who say, well, America is a constitutional republic, it's not a democracy, which is true. And a lot of great leaders don't understand that even now. Democracy is not even mentioned in the Constitution. Um, but a republic won't work either if the people are so corrupt that they don't keep the standards, you know, like they are now. And most of the politicians, people in power, are just violating their oaths to the Constitution every day. And besides, a constitutional republic is terrible unless the Constitution written is really a good one. And fortunately, we got that in it. It recognizes the rights and the individual freedoms of people all over the world, not just in America. And Canadians are starting to wake up for that now. So I wanted to tell you about Rebel News, InfoWars. They really need support. Um, GoFundMe. I hope they get Give, Send, Go right away because GoFundMe, from the stories we've got, is blocking the money because it's going to pro-freedom causes. And they've done that before. I've seen that personally that they've done. So need to move over to Give, Send, Go right away. Um, also, the people who say that freedom that the truckers are fighting for is too dangerous because everybody's going to die. That's not true. You've got a criminal media that is so bad that they they have been misrepresenting everything that's been happening for a long time. I mean, they might give an honest weather report sometimes, but almost everything major has been intention. Not the people who are reading the teleprompters. They just be they're just basically willing to say anything for a paycheck. But the people who write the script that goes in the teleprompters are writing lies. And there's alternative media that's arising now that is willing to tell the truth. And so one of the things they've lied about is that if you don't obey the health authorities, everybody's going to die. Well, there was a state in India recently, a few months ago, and I don't remember the name of the state. I, I don't know all the states in India. But it was one of the substantial states. I think there was 200 million people in it, over 200 million. And the government handed out free ivermectin. Okay, and the people that believe American and Western media say, oh my God, that's horse medicine. They're going to kill everybody. That that was always a complete lie. Ivermectin is a, a world-renowned drug with one of the greatest safety records of any drug out there. Personally, I would rather not use any drugs and there's totally natural alternatives like quercetin and things that uh, Dr. Zelenko has written out for protocols on his site that have saved lots and lots of people. But this one state in India that handed out free ivermectin, they had no pandemic. So you need to really break out of the trance. You know, the world is in the grip of uh, satanic rulers at the top level who are not in it for money. It goes way above that. And then their servants are kept in line with money and blackmail and promises and threats and all that. The people are walking around with much more power than any of those rulers. And that's what the Canadians are starting to wake up to. That if you walk around as a zombie believing that you're helpless, then you're eaten by the rulers. 
sometimes literally. Uh, but if we reawaken our sense of who we actually are, not as a new belief, that doesn't cut it at all, but an experience level change, then this whole nightmare dream that we've been living in is over. And even the rulers can wake up. So one way to copy the spirit of what's being shown by the brave truckers and supporters in Canada is people who are in the education industry and the health industry and the uh, toxic agriculture industry and the uh, poison medical industry and the fake media industry, which there's so many people supporting that. If that support went away, that industry would be over. They'd give a news report and a fake news report, and nobody would nobody would listen. Like in the, in the old saying in the Vietnam time, uh, "What if they gave a war and nobody came?" The rulers could be as corrupt as they wanted; nobody would obey them. And that's what the Canadians are suggesting to the world right now: Don't be violent. Don't hate anybody. Be smarter than that. It, it's like. Uh, Ricardo Bossi, who heads up the one of the most amazing parties trying to take back Australia, is saying, don't fight for hating what's in front of you. You fight for loving what's behind you. And that's the message of the truckers, and everybody can apply that in some way. If you're not antagonistic and you're not hateful, there there's almost nothing that can be done to you if you get that at a deep enough level. So support these guys in Canada. Share the links. Um, if you want to keep us on the air and activate some of our projects that we don't have money for yet, support us financially at um, lostartsradio.com. There's a donate button, and there's also a subscribe star link, both. Um, we'd really appreciate it. But whatever you do, and you billionaires out there, even if you don't want to help us at all, that doesn't matter. If you help the truckers, they need food. And this is a situation, and I'm trying to watch the time out here because i got to go. We're way over, but this is, this is important. This is like a, a big day in world history today. It's not just a minor event what the truckers are doing. And the billionaires, once they take care of their own families and their situations, they have... Money, don't invest it in, in garbage that's going to hurt the planet. The, the environmental issues are real. Not the ones that are being used as a scam. Those are complete nonsense, but the real ones. Um, there's help needed to grow, for example, uh, food with regenerative agriculture. That's real. Toxic agriculture was never needed, and it was never as good as true uh, natural agriculture where you understand nature and work with it that produces more food and more reliable food and the and the poison industry has made people forgot forget that and poison agriculture is taught in universities all over the world certainly in America billionaires start an organ beyond organic ag school start a media outlet support the good ones that are out there start an, a real health organization that dares to tell the truth about drugs and vaccines and alternatives that have no negative effects because you know the medical industry used to count Hippocrates from 2500 years ago as the father of medicine and one of the little things that he said is 
do no harm. First, do no harm. He didn't say don't do too much harm and don't kill too many people, you know, for the greater good. Don't do any harm. And real medicine doesn't. And it's possible. It's not an imaginary fantasy. It can come true. So billionaires, you have work to do. And every day that you don't support these things, not for the financial return alone, but for the change in the world, not the fake communist-oriented change that World Economic Forum and all these big organizations are after, but the real awakening change that empowers and frees the individuals. You do that, and it'll help you more than any return on investment you could ever get. And I have this weird belief that the, the worst leaders of the, or rulers of the planet right now, under all the mountains of programming, where the long ago they fell for evil, there's somebody inside there that's spirit just like us. And if you get strong enough, they could get waked up too. This place doesn't have to be hell. It could be the opposite during our short time here and for the sake of the kids that aren't born yet. So think about it. Don't just blow away your time for entertainment. Um, It has huge importance. You don't know how much time you've got. Use it well. And uh, take care of yourself. That's where it starts. So i got to get ready. Um, You want to go deeper into it, Planetary Healing Club is for that. PlanetaryHealingClub.com And um, share the links and support us if you have the money. Because that would be really useful. I'm trying not to do anything that puts us in a position of having to promote um, things that I'd rather just recommend because I think they're good, not for ultimate financial gain. But we haven't figured out how to do this without money yet, so if you can help, that would be really nice. Uh, but whether you do that or not, the main thing is take care of yourself on all levels. Wake yourself up. How can you improve your everyday lifestyle? How can you eat healthier? How can you sleep better? You know, how can you stop using the uh, weaponized frequencies of the wireless devices? Hardwire your your home and office. Learn, learn, learn. Educational system has been designed to make sure you can't learn anything. But it's not true. You can. So use your time well. And uh, meet me in the club if you want to. We'll meet in 10 minutes. Or less than that. Something like that. A little less than 10. Thank you. Support the truckers. Watch Rebel News. Uh, because they're going to be showing updates and live streams and InfoWars doing that too. Uh, We all need to support each other. And you're greatly appreciated. And I think not only are you an incredible being, but you're so powerful you have no idea. Changed internally. And even if you say nothing, you affect everybody. Find out it's true. And I'll see you here next time. Take it easy. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind, 
and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the banned ones are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at PlanetaryHealingClub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.